So, I guess Russia is bad again? You know, as a child of the 90s, I'm used to thinking of Russia as the bad guy in that cliche way that it was in the action movies of the 80s that were on TV during the day when I was a kid. But now, all of a sudden, it seems to a guy who barely pays attention to the news, they are, like, legitimately bad again. Maybe the word is still. I don't know. I like the theory because I like pop culture theories. The one that says that there are underlying fears that inform the popularity of horror subgenres. So like when we're afraid of communism and the Russia of the 80s, we tell ourselves horror stories about zombies, about hordes of nameless, mostly faceless enemies with no individuality or personality just trying to eat our freedom-loving brains. Or when we're afraid of the lone dictator of an oppressive regime like the North Korea that nobody talks about anymore, well, then we tell ourselves horror stories about vampires, about singular charismatic enemies who lure us in and drain our life and are immortal. Maybe I'm butchering it, but I think you get the picture that we tell ourselves stories of heroes either overcoming or succumbing to the fictionalized version of the real threat. But the real threat is also a fiction. It's a story that we tell ourselves that is incomplete. All stories are. All stories have to leave out some of the details. The camera focuses your attention on what the storyteller wants to highlight and leaves things out. Communists are not zombies. They are real people who have all the same motivations and goals as the freedom-loving rest of us. They actually love freedom, too. They just have a very specific view of it. Dictators are not immortal. They just want to appear to be for all the same reasons we want to appear to be as well. It's just a difference of scale. Russia isn't bad. There are Russians doing bad stuff right now on a global level, but the country is too big and too diverse for us to lump them all together as an evil empire out to get us. Hopefully, we've learned at least that much since I was a child of the 90s. And these fictions that we tell ourselves about the big bads out there are still ways of grappling with the real threat. Even the real threats about which we tell ourselves in the real stories of journalism in the news are our ways of grappling with the real, real threat. And the real, real threat is not immortal, but it is evil. It has a face that you can see in the mirror, but even the mirror leaves details out. The real, real threat is always sin. It's always ourselves. So God told his people a story, and he highlighted what he wanted them to see. There are details that are left out, but that doesn't make the story any less true. And he sometimes used a person, a character, who probably was a real person of some kind, but will probably never know anything about him other than a name and a place. God talks about Gog of Magog. Gog is the big bad. He's a stand-in for the real threat, the real, real threat, the enemy that we want to think of as outside of us, 
but it's not. It's in us. It's sin. And God talks about Gog of Magog, a probably real person from a probably real place that we'll probably never nail down. And God tells us about Gog of Magog always only to tell us that God wins. God beats Gog always. The enemy always loses. God always wins. The real threat that represents the real, real threat gets highlighted for us with only a few details so that we learn a single, real truth. Our God wins. So you don't have to be afraid. Not of Russia or China or North Korea. Not of communism or democracy or tyrannical dictatorships. Not of zombies, of vampires, or of Gog of Magog, or of the enemy you see in the mirror. The story is, nothing beats God. Nothing beats Jesus. And he's your savior. Even if you don't have all the details, you do have this fact. God wins which means you do too. You and I are dust and breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a pastor at Bethel Lutheran Church in Menasha, Wisconsin, member of the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shewey, who is like a horse in open country. Keep in touch. Reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod or send an email to dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. Or you could write us a review, recommend a episode to somebody else. That's the only way other people find out about the show. Now go, do what God called you to do, be who God made you to be, see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son. <laughs>